Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Listen, Melanie Cole's Health Radio is on now. Well, you know, it's Heart Month, and Americans are regularly told what's good and what's bad for their heart. But in an effort to be healthy, some of the hearsay is incorporated into your daily routine. You hear things that are good for your heart. Then you hear things that are bad for your heart. You hear that cholesterol contributes hugely to heart disease. And then you hear that cholesterol does not, and it's inflammation. What is the deal, and how many of these myths can we bust up today with Dr. Johnny Bowden, nationally known expert on weight loss, nutrition, and health, author of so many best-selling books, my good friend, welcome to the show, Dr. Johnny Bowden. So let's bust up some of these myths. Let's I start. can't wait. Yeah, well, we, there's so many of them. Now, why don't we start with one of the ones that you and I have talked about, cholesterol and inflammation. Is cholesterol bad for your heart? Uh, you know, this is really one of the biggest myths of all time, one of the biggest nutritional experiments in history, the low-fat diet, all meant to avoid high cholesterol, all because we believe that cholesterol causes heart disease and saturated fat clogs your arteries. But we now know from massively good research, uh, two amazing uh, meta-analysis that involved hundreds of thousands of patients and were published in two major uh, uh, journals, peer-reviewed journals, the American Journal of Clinical uh, Nutrition and the Annals of Internal Medicine, and both of them found saturated fat not guilty. It simply does not cause heart disease. And this is exactly what we took on in our book, The Great Cholesterol Myth, and what we're continuing uh, to fight the good fight for good fat in Smart Fat, our latest book about how you can eat more fat, get more healthy, and lose weight at the same time. So yes, cholesterol does not cause heart disease. Saturated fat does not cause heart disease. It does not clog your arteries. Um, There are very, very healthy and good saturated fats. There are neutral saturated fats. And then there are some toxic saturated fats, but it has nothing to do with whether or not it comes from an animal. And that's one of the biggest myths. I just love that, and I've been preaching it ever since you and I first talked about eight years ago, and really, it's so true, and the studies are coming more and more and faster, so yes, we believe you now. Now, what about red wine? Better for your heart than most form, because, you know, You just want to know that for your own personal reasons. I do, yes, but one time, Johnny, you told me that if I was going to be the wine drinker that I am, that I should take more folic acid, because that helps reduce my risk of breast cancer with red wine. That's exactly right. But what about... About heart disease, does red wine and resveratrol does that help us? They appear, yes, red red wine. The epidemiological studies, which are the studies where they they're not clinical studies, but they just look at thousands of people and they say, "What do you guys do?" And how many of you get sick? And let's see if there's any connections. They find that people who drink moderate amounts of red wine seem to have some protection against heart disease. Not sure why, but let's go back to this issue of inflammation. You know, people ask me all the time what they can do for what supplements they could take for heart disease, what foods they could eat, and you know, of course, we've we've, dem- we've tried to demolish the whole notion of eating low fat to protect your heart because I don't think that that's true on any level. But um, when they ask me this, they're usually looking for what supplements will lower cholesterol? And that's the wrong question to ask because cholesterol is not the bad actor here. Cholesterol is not the thing that's causing heart disease. What's causing or promoting heart disease is inflammation, high triglycerides, uh, low amounts of a good kind of HDL, um, a good kind of cholesterol called the HDL. So what I like to tell people to do is let's look for supplements that lower inflammation. Let's look for supplements like omega-3s, for example, which are the most anti-inflammatory molecule on the planet. 
There's a new supplement that, that is recently getting a lot of attention called citrus bergamot. It actually comes from the plant that they make Earl Grey tea from. But you don't get enough of citrus bergamot in the Earl Grey tea, so you can't get the clinical benefits of it by doing that. But citrus bergamot, for example, lowers triglycerides. It lowers the really bad kind of LDL cholesterol, which is LDLB. Not all LDL is, is bad, by the way. So only some of it is. And, and citrus bergamot lowers the kind that is. And it lowers blood sugar. Now, that's a trifecta. Those are things that really do impact heart disease. And, and I love this product. It's called, um, <clears throat> it's made, it's available everywhere. GNC is made by Respital. It's called uh, Cholesterol Support. And, and this citrus bergamot is just a great supplement for lowering things that really matter in terms of inflammation, in terms of HDL cholesterol, and in terms of triglycerides, which is such a risk factor that people don't pay attention to because they're too concerned about cholesterol. Well, they are. And so then my next question about statins, a million, millions of people are on them. They have side effects up and down the, up the freaking... Wazoo. Up Absolutely. the wazoo, my God. Pain in the ankle and everything going upward. So statins, and if, and if citrus bergamot could help lower cholesterol, the, any if it is even a problem, then why... Why so many people are on statins? What do you want people to know? Well, a couple of things about statins. You know, we've been accused of being anti-statin. We're just anti-overprescription of statins. See, statins have a modest benefit, mainly in lowering inflammation, not really in lowering cholesterol. They'd be just as good a medication or even better if they just lowered inflammation and left cholesterol alone. But they, they have a modest benefit in middle-aged men who've had previous heart disease. The problem is that they... Doctors are trying to put everyone on statins, and there's a lot of risks to statins. So you only want to take a drug if there's a good chance of you being helped by it, and then you're willing to take a little bit of risk. But they're giving it to children and to women and to men who've never had heart disease and to older people who are actually protected by having higher levels of cholesterol. So when you start to expand the market for a drug that has a lot of side effects, you have less chance of being helped by it and more chance of being harmed by it. And that's what we're against. Absolutely, um, <laughs> and and here, here now we we only have like two minutes left, but I want to make you sure. You asked about citrus bergamot, and they, they don't replace statins, but there are cardiologists in Australia, for example, who are experimenting with using more of Resvitel's uh, uh, cholesterol support, the citrus bergamot, to lower the dose of statins. So they actually, these doctors are kind of smart. They know as an adjunct, yeah, a, as an adjunct. So it would be it's great for all of that. That's pretty cool. Now, stress and cortisol. We talk about inflammation and inflammatory oh, yes. issues with heart disease. And now, Johnny, I, I, I'm somebody who puts myself under stress, but I exercise. I do love it. But I, I get chest pains. I want to have my cortisol checked. What, what is the relationship between heart disease, heart attacks, women, and stress? Because we oh are the God. caregivers. To, and you we only you have a couple one, minutes. You, you said you only had one minute? <laughs> yeah, two minutes. Yeah. To, of stress to just about everything is so <sighs> underappreciated. And and it is actual, measurable, physiological. It's not all in your head. Your stress can raise your blood sugar. It can raise your cholesterol. Uh, not that that's the most important thing, but the point is that stress has real physiological consequences. And it is so important that people actually try to manage their stress in some modest way. I'm not a big meditator, but I can do four minutes of deep breathing a couple times a day. That will help bring down your cortisol levels. And cortisol shrinks a part of the brain, very important for memory and thinking, called the hippocampus, and it also puts on belly fat. So you really don't want a lot of stress in your life. You can't get rid of it, but you can find a way to manage it. That's so true. Absolutely true. And can stress testing predict heart attacks, do you think? 
Uh, I think it's a, it's a good metric to know about, but most of us just know we don't really need a whole lot of very expensive tests to know that we're, our heart rates are beating fast, we're breathing shallow, we're not, you know, relaxing, and, and that interferes with digestion and the absorption of nutrients, and it does all these really bad physiological consequences. So managing stress, very, very, very important. Aspirin. We have about 45 seconds left. What do you think of aspirin? I think it's another one of those another one of those drugs that has some potential benefits and a lot of potential side effects. About three thousand people a year die of aspirin overdose, and it does. It's very irritating to the gastrointestinal tract. Not for everybody, but for some people, I would prefer to see uh, people thinning their blood and protecting themselves that way with things like fish oil. Fish oil and and drinking the amounts of water so they're not so viscous. Tell us where we can find your new book. Oh, everywhere. Amazon. It's called Smart Fat. Uh, it's on Amazon. And, of course, you can go to smartfat.com and you can go to johnnybowden.com. Johnnybowden.com. <laughs> Great website, smartfat.com. 150 healthiest foods in the world. He hates that I always mention this because I still <laughs> oh, thank keep it. You. I love that you mentioned that. What well, because about? I always keep it right on my coffee table. Thank my kids you. read it and everybody reads it. So Dr. Johnny Bowden, smartfat.com. JohnnyBowden.com. You can see more about him and some of these myths. It's just such great information. If you missed any of it, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go at RadioMD.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening. Scroll around, learn something with us, and stay well.